One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Would you be the jerk for filing an insurance claim against someone that was just trying to help you? We'll get to that in a bit, but first. Am I the jerk for refusing to talk to my sister about her fiancé and telling him he's hurt because this is the truth? My sister Britt is pregnant, due in a couple of weeks. Her fiancé is Nate. Me and Britt are very close and the baby's also the first grandchild slash niece or nephew in our family, so we've all been supporting her in whatever way we can. At the end of February, Nate went away for a few days to attend a family memorial. Britt asked him not to go. He insisted and went anyway. She went over to our parents during that time. Since he's gotten back, Britt's pretty much ignoring and side-eyeing him. He texted me a few days ago saying this is the situation and surely I can understand and if I can talk to her because she refuses to talk to him. I told Nate it's not a surprise why she's ignoring him. He left his heavily pregnant partner even after she said not to go. Nate replied that we're all hurting him and he needs support too. I was blunt and said he's hurt because this is the truth, that he left Britt alone. I can understand it's bad timing, but they could have gone to visit his family after the baby was born. He chose not to compromise. Right now, Britt is the one that needs the most support and her biggest support should be him, her fiancé and father of her child. I also said I'm not going to talk to Britt about this and she'll forgive him when she wants to. In the meantime, he should be doing everything he can to make it up to her. Nate was upset and texted that I'm being harsh on him and not understanding of the situation. Am I the jerk? Maybe if this was just like a family get-together I could understand feeling this way, but this was a memorial. I'm not sure if OP really clarified, is this just a memorial for somebody who's already passed away in the past? Or is this for somebody that has just recently passed away? Pregnant or not, I don't think you can hold down somebody if they want to attend the funeral or memorial service for somebody they cared about. Would you guys agree when I say OP probably is in the wrong here? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for getting my ex-friend kicked out of our friend group due to my service dog? I just want to start by saying I'm pretty sure I'm not the jerk, but my friend and her family are pretty certain that I am. Please bear with me, I'm just wanting some clarity over this situation to make sure I'm not crazy. I, 24-year-old female, have epilepsy. I have a service dog, fully certified, who is trained to help me with my seizures. I have been diagnosed since a child, and I've had my current dog Bailey for four years now and she's the bestest girl around. Before Bailey, I had a previous service dog who we had to retire due to age, but having a service animal is by no means new for me. With her being a service dog, she's obviously always with me. I have a core friend group who hangs out quite often. My one friend, let's call her Anna, also 24-year-old female, always makes really weird and almost passive-aggressive comments about me and Bailey. For example, dogs shouldn't come to restaurants, I'm inconveniencing people, etc. She doesn't get that I legitimately need her for my own safety. It's not just for show. My seizures are really regular. For context, I actually get two different kinds. My small ones are petite mal seizures. This essentially just looks like I'm zoning out and staring into space. Quite often, people who don't know me wouldn't even connect this. My big ones are my main concern. These are focal seizures where I fully lose consciousness. 
This can happen a couple of times a day for me, so it's obviously really important that I manage it to the best of my abilities. Anyways, our friend Anna wanted to host a games night slash appy night type thing at her house. When there, she lost it on me. She told me it was incredibly disrespectful that I showed up with Bailey without asking for permission first. That I can't just assume people will be happy with a dog always being around. That I should have just stayed home if I couldn't handle being out for a few hours without Bailey. I tried apologizing and pointing out that I assumed she knew I was bringing her since I've never gone anywhere without her. That set her off more. The guys were finally able to calm her down, but her compromise was that I had to put Bailey in the backyard. I was an idiot and said fine because I didn't want to inconvenience anyone more or continue stirring the pot. Bailey went outside and I returned inside with my friends. I ended up having a seizure, blacking out and smashing my head on the floor. I had to go to the hospital because of how hard I hit my head. I guess my friend group absolutely handed Anna her butt calling her hateful, toxic and a jealous witch. I guess she was trying to say that I passed out for the attention and I got in my way like always. Long story short, no one wants her around anymore. Since this happened, her, her sister and mom have been blowing up my phone, calling me the jerk and demanding I fix the situation. And it's honestly getting to me. So Reddit, am I the jerk? I'm going to take a page out of Anna's book and say OP's maybe posting this for the attention because honestly it's pretty clear cut, OP's not the jerk here. That's how clear cut this is. If you deal with seizures and you have to have that dog there, you should be expected to always have that dog with you. Anna's just straight up ridiculous. Our next story is, am I the jerk for getting my girlfriend a gift basket full of things she avoided during pregnancy? I, male 26, became a dad a month ago. Hence why I'm posting at 4am. I can't sleep. I got my girlfriend, female, 24, who I was living with, pregnant. Her parents never really approved of me after that. When I brought her home after the birth, her parents came with us. I paid a buddy of mine to buy a bunch of things she couldn't have while pregnant or avoided while pregnant and put them in a basket. Some notable items were sushi, an expensive bottle of her favorite wine, and a Keurig machine. I know she misses having a glass every once in a while. She's been especially strong when I had my buddies over to watch sports and we had a few beers. Also, she loves her coffee, and I couldn't tell you how she went to work for 8 months without it, so I felt bad and splurged. When her parents saw this gift, they called me uneducated and said that the alcohol can get in the breast milk. I told them that I did my research, and they said that it's immature to gift alcohol to a woman who just gave birth. I may be overthinking this, but am I the jerk? The parents are definitely overreaching here in my opinion, and I would suggest it's probably indicative that they don't really like OP that much. They're going to try to find anything at fault. I think what OP did is a lovely gesture. Even if she can't have it right away, I don't know if that whole breast milk thing is true or not. I mean, getting back from the hospital after such a tough life experience and finding out your partner bought you all these things you liked that you couldn't have all that time. That would make me feel good. Our next story is, am I the jerk for thinking my mother-in-law's obsession with my son is absurd? I have a four-year-old and I'm due with baby number two mid-year. My husband, 27, and I, 25, have been together since we were teens. Mother-in-law, 47, was jealous from the get-go of our relationship. I've read up a bit on this, it's to do with her not having their emotional needs met by a partner, so they subconsciously use their son to meet those needs. Then, when I fell pregnant with my now 4-year-old, she kept saying, my baby, 
and sometimes she would slip and start referring to hubby as our child's brother. This continued my whole pregnancy, and she would boast about it to anyone and everyone. Then when he was born, it all amplified. She wanted to take him to spend alone time with him from the time he was a couple weeks old, and would be offended when we said no. She would always say that grandma loves him more than his parents do. She would kick up a giant stink whenever she wasn't able to take him out alone. She never wanted to spend time with him around us. There were so many times where we tried to set boundaries, but she would always do it her way and guilt trip us. When we would do things together, she would physically push the pram out of my hands and she would push the pram everywhere anytime we were together. I'll push my baby and I was never allowed. She would never correct people if they assumed she was his mother. And as his parents, we thought that was too weird. He's always her grandson, but never ever is he our son. Anytime we do anything, it is always about her. It's like she's now using my son to meet her emotional needs, which, even though it's subconscious, to me it's sick. I've tried to place more boundaries, but always get met with guilt trips. When we go places together where my son will experience what I call firsts, all of those things are taken over by her. Even just small details like going to buy a drink. She needs to take him instead of us. She either takes him and does them without us, or I'll say, hey, maybe he could do that with his parents too and she'll be unhappy and making sure that he holds her hand and he's sitting next to her and not us. She'll always, always make sure if he comes over to me that she gets his attention back onto her. She constantly, constantly tells him that she loves him the most. He's her favorite. He's her favorite person. And anytime we do anything together to make her the center of his attention. Now that I'm having another baby, also a boy, I've been worried it'll be the same thing all over again, but it's not. I caught her telling my son, Don't worry, you'll be grandma's favorite always. You're grandma's boy. You won't have to share. I'll always be your favorite person. And that is just horrible. She's saying things like, You and grandma can do things together and mom and dad can have the new baby. Am I the jerk for thinking that this is just absurd behavior? Yeah, I think OP and their husband have let this go on for way too long. I imagine it's hard and maybe even hurtful to have to put boundaries up that hard to your own mother. Maybe somebody that honestly until now has been a great mother, but you've got to. I mean, this is ridiculous and it's going to hurt the kid too because they're going to have some kind of weird attached obsession the longer this allows to go on as they grow older. This next story is, am I the jerk for reporting my classmates for joking that I have pretty privilege? Background, I'm female 23, one of only a few female students in a male-dominated course. Furthermore, I'm at a highly prestigious university and I haven't really gotten along with the guys on my course. They're all very competitive and I just don't really enjoy their company. Everything turns into a pissing contest and they definitely take me less seriously because I'm a woman. I stopped interacting with them beyond the mere minimum and choose to hang out with other people. Anyway, I did well in our recent exams. I topped two out of the four exams we had so far. Our professor congratulated me during class. I wouldn't have advertised this myself. Ever since then, my interactions with a specific group of male classmates have gotten weird. They're now outright rude and challenged me aggressively in class discussions. We recently had some presentations and one of them chose to do theirs on, to put it simply, 
pretty privilege. They specifically pointed to two papers that suggested that pretty female students get overscored in assessments. The other guys in the group snickered and one even gave me a wink. Afterwards, I heard them in the hallway joking that they had experience with that themselves. I've been seeing a PhD student within our department for a month. He has literally nothing to do with our course. Well, we ran into one of my course mates A together. The next day in class, his friend B asked me if my boyfriend helped me with exams. He said this intentionally loudly and in front of the professor who heard this. I replied that I don't have a boyfriend because he's not my boyfriend. But then B pointed out that he'd run into me with the PhD student, making a point to say his name. The professor knows him. I just replied that we're only friends. They didn't let up. I heard that they discussed this thing in two more classes in earshot of the professors. Both times, they suggested that I got help for my exams. I wasn't even seeing him then. I didn't confront them, but this has been causing me so much anxiety, even without the exam accusations. I worked hard to get there, and I don't want to be known among the faculty for my dating life. I raised this issue with my supervisor without the intention of taking it any further, but I wanted her advice as a woman in academia. She convinced me to let her email their supervisors to remind them of proper conduct and described their treatment of an unnamed female student. She didn't name me, but they figured it out. They confronted me after class and asked why I would report their silly joke. Apparently their supervisors are now very cold towards them and less interested in helping. It's not a formal complaint, only their supervisors know, but one of them, C, said his supervisor writes the reports for his financial aid and scholarship, and it was my fault if he lost out on that. I now feel a bit embarrassed, and this was compounded by a friend telling me I took it too far because C shouldn't lose out on his scholarship, so Reddit, am I the jerk? To me? Oh god, I would feel so bad for this absolute jerk who puts down other people if they lost out on their scholarship. I say honestly, if their behavior leads to ramifications that lead to them losing out on their scholarship, they were the ones who chose to go down that path. They were the ones who chose to be insecure and outwardly misogynistic. What else is there to say? He sure as heck doesn't seem to be apologetic. OP should not feel bad or shameful for her or anybody else in a position to do so standing up for them. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my boyfriend to hold my bag while I use the restroom? Today I went to go see my boyfriend of 5 years and a few months. He and I went out today to get some ice cream, after which I said I needed to use the restroom. It wasn't the type of having to go where you have to go for 10 minutes or so, but more of a quick pee and exit. He wanted to eat his ice cream, so I asked him nicely to hold my bag and ice cream as I didn't want to put them on the floor. He began protesting, saying he wanted to eat his ice cream. I had to go, obviously, so I gave him my stuff and ran to the bathroom. I was upset to come out and find that he'd put my ice cream and bag on the floor and was standing there eating his ice cream. Normally, I don't ask him for things like that, but I didn't want to take my bag. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Agging food into the bathroom as they were kind of dirty. I got a little upset. And instead of saying anything, he starts laughing at me about it. Later, after I left, I tried texting him about it and letting him know I was upset, to which he responded that I needed to find another code rack, and he proceeded telling me to shut the freak up. I told him I'd only asked one thing of him, and if he really expected me to stand there and argue with him when I had to use the restroom. He said he didn't damage the bag and that nothing happened to it but I find it disgusting that he put my food on the floor instead of holding it for two minutes. I asked him if he really couldn't wait to eat his ice cream, and he responded he shouldn't have to be my coat rack. He continuously kept telling me this issue is not a big deal, and although it may not be to him, it is to me as I wouldn't do that to him. His response to this was just awful, and I let him know it's upset me, and I'll just drop it then after the third or fourth time he told me to shut the freak up. I can't help but wonder here... Am I the jerk for asking my boyfriend to hold my bag while I use the restroom? If you ask me, holding somebody's bag or somebody's food while they go to the restroom is kind of like the boyfriend tax. I mean, look at that old stereotype of men who go with their wives to the mall or whatever and they sit in the chair off to the side holding everything while they shop around. It's just something you do for your partner because you care about them. This guy seems cold and a jerk and honestly, if this is the kind of behavior he has to this situation, I don't know why OP would entertain staying with this guy. I wouldn't see a future with somebody that treats you like that. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my roommate's boyfriend that I'm a stripper? I, 21 year old female, have been a stripper for about a year now. I'm open about it with people. My family knows what I do. I'm not ashamed of it at all. I was on the verge of being homeless when I started, and now just recently I was able to pay my rent for a year. I have two roommates. They know what I do, asked some questions about it in the beginning, but they're very accepting. People in our age group don't tend to care. The issue? I was in the kitchen making myself some dinner when my roommate, also 21-year-old female, walked in with her boyfriend. He's coming to visit for a few days. They started making themselves some food as well, so we exchanged some small talk. He asked me what I'm studying in school, and I told him that I'm taking a break from school for a few months and pretty much just focusing on work. He asked what I do for work, and I told him I'm a stripper. He was pretty much like, oh, cool, and we moved on. I finished up and went back into my room to eat. Didn't think anything of it, but I got a text from my roommate later that night. She said she really didn't appreciate me telling her boyfriend that I'm a stripper, especially dressed the way I was. I was confused because I was wearing shorts and a tank top, which is what I literally always wear around the house, and I also didn't know her boyfriend was coming so it's not like I was planning it out. I told her that I'm sorry she was uncomfortable, but I tell anyone who asks what I do because I'm not ashamed of it and I was just wearing what I normally do. She said that I should know better than anyone what a male mind is going to imagine when they see a woman wearing revealing clothes who then says she gets naked for money. 
then said that I'm used to seeking out male attention. I truly didn't know how to respond and still don't. The conversation made me pretty uncomfortable and I've pretty much just tried to stay in my room the past few days. I am aware that the nature of my job is sexual and I know that some men will fetishize me for a lack of better word, so I do understand why she'd be upset about it. I just don't think I did anything directly wrong. I mean, I think this just talks about her and her confidence in her boyfriend more than anything. She literally thinks her boyfriend is just like one track mind like, see pretty lady, want to be with pretty lady, going to act on urges. Like give your own boyfriend a little bit more benefit of the doubt. Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling the police on my soon-to-be ex-mother-in-law? I, 27-year-old female, split from my soon-to-be ex-husband, 27-year-old male, three months ago on the day our son was born. This is because I'm ginger. My husband's blonde, but our baby came out with dark hair. He freaked out in the delivery room, and his behavior got him kicked out of the hospital. I had to beg him to do a paternity test, and he finally agreed after a month, and it proved that I didn't cheat. We had been together since we were 13, so I was devastated and all I wanted was him back. But I've come to my senses and decided that someone who believes the school-level punnant squares are the be-all and end-all of biological inheritance is not the type of person I want to be with. I was also treated like crap by everyone but my older brother Alex while we were waiting for the results because they all thought I had cheated. It was a horrible experience and as a result, I've lost many friends and family members. Since the results came back, my ex has been begging me to get back with him. I moved in with Alex after we split, and he comes almost every day to beg me to get back with him. My in-laws have also been harassing me too, especially my mother-in-law who has come over four times in the past week asking me to forgive her son and to let God back into my heart. I used to be a Christian, and so were all my in-laws and my family, but how I was treated when my baby was born made me lose faith fast. The whole church community treated me like trash during this whole ordeal, and it made me want nothing to do with them anymore, and I don't want to raise my son in that sort of community. Yesterday, my mother-in-law turned up to Alex's when he wasn't here, and she had the pastor from the church I used to attend with them. They practically forced their way in, and I was being berated like a child for not forgiving my ex's lapse in judgment. The pastor basically sat there and said I would be going to heck if I didn't take my ex back. I excused myself to use the bathroom and called the police. Pastor and mother-in-law were escorted out. Now I'm being harassed on social media and being called and texted by literally everyone that knows both me and my ex and his family. They're calling me the jerk for going nuclear and calling the police on two people who weren't being threatening and they're demanding that I apologize immediately. I'm starting to feel bad now because I know they care in their own twisted way and I shouldn't have gone nuclear on them. Am I the jerk? I think OP feeling the way they feel at the end of this story is exactly the way they want OP to feel. They want to beat OP down emotionally and make them feel exhausted and like, maybe, you know, I am being bad to them. OP's definitely not on the wrong here, and it's completely normal to have the boundaries OP's trying to set. This next story is, am I the jerk for not sharing my toys with my best friend's daughter? So my 31-year-old female, best friend Riley, 31-year-old female, recently just got a part-time job after several years of staying home with her daughter Ella, 6-year-old female. She and her husband Joe, 34-year-old male, haven't been able to get the childcare situation totally sorted out and needed a babysitter last Saturday, so I agreed to watch Ella for the day while Riley was at work. 
I've been sort of the cool aunt ever since Ella was born. I typically will bring small gifts or activities whenever I know that I'll be seeing her, which isn't all that often. Ella is a smart and engaged kid, and I like to give her things that'll interest her and keep her occupied. One important piece of information here is that I'm a very crafty person. I have a small online store and also work with local businesses for selling and distributing small batches of my product, hand-painted wooden figurines. I thought it might be fun to introduce Ella into my hobby slash business, so I ended up bringing 10 unpainted figurines to choose from, a few tubes of acrylic paint, and some paintbrushes. We immediately got to work, and Ella was so into it. She had an absolute blast painting her turtle figurine. But when it came time for me to leave, I started packing up all of my supplies and Ella became visibly upset. Riley insisted that I leave the supplies behind so that Ella could keep and play with them. I disagreed and basically said that I have no obligation to give away any of my belongings. I personally feel like I was more than generous by babysitting Ella on my day off. I do have a regular 9-to-5 job as well and providing a fun activity for her. Riley pointed out that I have a pretty large stock of items at home, which is true, but still, letting Ella keep the supplies and figurines would have been a loss in profit for my business. Ella cried when I didn't let her keep any of the stuff, and Riley argued that I should have never have brought toys over if I wasn't willing to let Ella keep them. Now, Riley hasn't been responding to any of my messages or calls, and I can only assume she's still angry over this whole thing. I thought I was doing something nice by babysitting and providing a fun activity. So I think OP bringing all the supplies over is fine if they take all the supplies back with them. I think whatever they make with the kid, the kid should probably get to keep like the turtle figurine which OP clarified they did let the kid keep the turtle figurine. I mean look at it from a babysitting perspective, if you bring an activity bag with you, you know let's say you have board games or toys that kids might enjoy. Are you expected to just leave that with each kid you babysit for and just get a new activity bag to start over with? I don't think so. Especially not if you never intended to gift those things to them. Our next story is, am I the jerk for spending all my money that was supposed to be used to get us back home? My fiance's family invited us to go with them on a little vacation. They told us not to worry about money because they covered the Airbnb, so all we would have to pay for is gas. It's a 19-hour car drive. We arrived last Wednesday. My in-laws are so overbearing. Like, if I go and take a shower, they're knocking on the door within three minutes to check on me. If I go to the bedroom to have a minute to myself, they're yelling up to me within five minutes to see if I'm good. If I say I need to go for a walk to clear my head, they follow me and make it a family thing. If I want to go sightsee, they immediately get ready to go too and coerce us to go to the sights they think I will enjoy versus what I would actually like. They sit there and talk to me and won't let me go to bed until after midnight and then they're up knocking on the door at 6am to get me and my fiance downstairs for coffee. And they literally do not stop talking from sun up to sun down. I'm an introvert. I need space to refill my social bar. And since I've been here, I haven't had a moment to myself. I mean, not even being able to take a shower without being harassed is pissing me the freak off. I've talked to my fiancé about it several times, and I've told him more than once I need me time. I need to stop being followed. I need to decompress. His way of combating this was to be up my butt 24-7 and continuously asking if I'm okay or to witch at me about how annoyed he's becoming. Not helping at all. 
I've told him that, but after being followed when I was on the phone and having his mother try talking over the conversation I was having, it was the final straw. I packed my stuff and went to a hotel by myself. The $250 of my money to get home was now spent because I needed to get away before I lost it. My fiancé knew I was beyond touched out, and I warned him that this was going to happen, but apparently he didn't believe me. So now he's shocked that I would do this and make everything awkward for him and spend my portion of the trip money. Am I the jerk? I think as long as OP's expressed how they feel to everybody here, and if they cannot respect those boundaries or those needs, then yeah, I think OP's completely within their right. I mean, I guess even to the extent that OP's being harassed here, they might not even need to necessarily explain themselves before going to this extreme. I mean, yeah, if you can't just go lay down for 30 minutes or take a shower without being harassed, I know that would drive me absolutely up the wall. Our next story is, am I the jerk for making an insurance claim against someone just trying to help me? I take my dogs for a run every afternoon to some fields about a 10 minute drive from my home. I load them up in the canopy in the back of my ute and pop the one window of canopy into the open position so my dogs can look at things and get some fresh air. The gas struts of the windows have failed, meaning the window no longer supports itself while open and drops down, so I wrap a strap around the inner strut to act as support, so the window doesn't drop down and close while going over bumps. I did the same thing that afternoon, but after getting home and dropping the dogs off, I needed to pop into the shops. Problem was, I forgot that I'd left the canopy window open while driving to the shops. On my way there, some bloke got out of his car at a set of traffic lights and runs over to my truck and attempts to close the canopy window for me, but because I braced it so well, he had to put extra force into trying to close it. I watched this all unfold in the mirror. It happened extremely fast, so I had no opportunity to tell him to stop. He put so much force into trying to close it for me that he completely shattered the window. The light went green, so we pulled over on the other side of the intersection. I got his details from him. He's 20 years old, driving an old four-wheel drive, really nice kid. But am I the jerk for making an insurance claim to have the canopy replaced? It was an older canopy, so they couldn't make repairs. I do feel bad that he was only trying to help out, but in the same breath, I was left with a problem I never created. Should I have copped it on the chin? I left the window open mistakenly. He was just trying to be a good Samaritan and was extremely apologetic about it. He actually went back and cleaned glass off the road with a broom. He also cut his feet on the glass. Honestly, I myself can't really blame OP. A lot of people are saying, you know, this is going to totally screw over somebody that was just a kid, he's 20 years old, and just trying to help out. You know, his insurance costs are going to go way up for the next decade because of this. But at the same time, you had something working for you. They have no clue what the situation is. They shouldn't have rushed over and put their hands on your property, whether they think something's wrong or not. I mean, if this dude really wants to stop in the middle of traffic and go running towards a car, go up to the driver window and explain. Don't just try to he-man some random person's window shut. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.